Are you sick of being told that you need to become a boss babe building her empire? Ugh. Is your preferred state actually vegetative in front of some reality TV? Do celebrities mean more to you than your actual family? If so, we're your gals. I'm Lauren. I'm Chandler. And we are the Pop Apologists. We're two sisters who every Wednesday catch up on the most important things in life, like reality TV, celebrity gossip, and our shared love of not working hard, but working soft. Or not at all. Listen along as we divulge the hottest takes we can give without getting canceled. Like the oppressive societal norm that in addition to paying my bills, I need to have impressive hobbies. Or the fact that every single holiday on Instagram has been ruined by shameless thirst traps. Or that the fastest way to really know a man is to look at his explore page. Tune in every Wednesday to our pod, Pop Apologists. Pop Apologists, wherever podcasts are found. Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. We're recording a little bit early because Jean is going on another little vacation. Well, it's a little, a little vacation. Doesn't matter. It's You're still going somewhere. Know, You're heading to God. Palm Springs. Palm Springs, my favorite place to be. And welcome back. You're you're just back from your jury duty. Oh God, I'm still on jury duty. So I got chosen, which I've never been chosen on a jury before congratulations <laughs> i thought i had it all figured out i'm like i know how this works i've been here before you enter the courtroom last because the first people get into the jury box well it's covid they do it differently and when i heard my number was number three i knew i was screwed which is weird because you went in late unless they just started court that late was everybody else there at eight and you came at 10 or no did everybody everybody, everybody was there at 10 you think you oh. think i just showed up two hours I late i thought they just needed more people so they had you come no, in later everybody was there at 10 on monday interesting so i got chosen it's a criminal trial and that's all i can say and it's supposed to be done tomorrow well originally it was supposed to be done tomorrow i don't know if that's going to happen and it's a lot it's it's when i was telling my son God, I'm there all day long. You know, nine, I get home at five. He goes, geez, mom, that's like a real job. <laughs> yeah, it sucks this to have is to stressful. do that. stressful. The problem is I have to come home and do my real job. That's the problem. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm doing my civic duty, Gina. What the hell are you doing? Well, I got called for jury duty for juvenile court, and I was really interested in that. And then I didn't even make it through the doors, and they sent us all home. You were separately juvenile court. Yeah, oh. yeah. My group was to report to, to juvenile court. Oh, and then you called, or you actually no, had to I show up. No, I showed up, and I got in line at 8 o'clock in the morning and stood in line for 45 minutes just to be told, thanks, we don't, don't need, need you. I mean, that's good. So I'm done for 18 months now. I feel like I always get called. I do, too. I get called every 18 months. Yeah. But it feels like every year. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's enjoyable if it's nice and you're downtown and you can kind of walk around and... Okay, I'm downtown and I walk around and it's not great. Depressing. It's depressing. There's nobody around. All these businesses are closed. Oh, the home. True. Oh, I got hit on by a homeless man today. Oh, see, that's... Um, let me just tell you what he said. And I had your phone said, hey, you, hey, you lady next to me. Hey, you. <laughs> and finally, I just looked at him. He goes, are you married or have a significant <laughs> other? <laughs> I do believe he had a walker 
a old hat and no teeth. And I said, oh, God, I am. And I am. He goes, darn it. <laughs> By the way, the fact that he thought he had a chance with me is very insulting. <laughs> and I actually kind of dress up. For jury duty, so my confidence. It was a sad day. Hence, I'm drinking this goblet of wine. Oh, lordy. But I have to say, last night when I came home, knowing we had Bachelor in Paradise, Mm. and it was the finale, I was very excited. But you saw that it was three hours, and you were like, shit. Well, I figured it was going to be at least two hours, but I wasn't expecting three. (laughs) I mean, I had like two other shows I had to watch. (laughs) Yeah, I know. There was a lot on. Uh, we got to just dive into Bachelor in Paradise. Let's dive in. So the big finale, mm-hmm. and I, I, I did fast I forward quite a bit. I loved it. Um, I didn't fast forward. I watched the entire thing because Dan is with me, and, you know, God forbid. We actually <laughs> went back. You know, if Dan finds something funny, he backtracks a little bit. I'm like, really? We have three fucking hours. Don't backtrack. No, there's no time for backtracking. No. Well, the stuff that I fast forwarded was the Abigail and Noah stuff mm. because we already knew that they said goodbye. And I didn't, you know, when they're in the car and they're kind of giving their little speech it's like okay I don't need to hear it let's go do you look at Abigail and Noah differently knowing that Abigail possibly and probably hooked well, up I with Dale well not Noah so much but Abigail yeah I'm like hmm interesting but, it, but at the end they showed that they're still together which well, we had heard well I did see a couple of his Instagram videos that he posted and she's clearly laughing next yes. to him I mean they they're together him, they're but. dating well and apparently we have um our friend Zachary reality we had a little conversation with him and we're gonna put it on after this but he said that all of Abigail's friends think she's amazing and really fun and a partier and fun to go out with and I'm like yeah don't know that Abigail no because it's all about the edit we don't know her <laughs> well we don't really know Thomas either so Becca and Thomas yeah. I listened to her podcast for a little bit this morning, but she didn't give anything away about Thomas. Yeah, I listened to part of that too. Nothing. And it said afterwards that they're completely like in love and together. Right. So hmm. I'm not really sure. Beck and Thomas, I felt seeing them break up, I felt she was like super cold. So did I. She but was kind of mean. She was kind of mean. But then listening to her podcast, she said that that conversation went on for like an hour, very long, yeah. right? Clearly, we saw only a small piece of it. I just feel with Thomas, kind of how she felt. Like, there's just a lot of words, not a lot of feeling maybe, but then he cried and she liked that. I don't but know. But was he really crying? Well, I couldn't quite figure it out. I don't know. But, but, the I, but they seem like they're very happy now, so that's fine. I'm happy for her. If she finds someone, great. Good for her. How do you feel about Kaylin and Dean coming in? Dean was very robotic. Yes. He was not comfortable. He, I, I don't, he does not, he's not a good speaker. It was I, like he was reading cue cards or something. It, it's so funny because when you hear him on his podcast and when you see his Instagram, he's very um, comfortable, loose. And, loose. Yeah. yeah, and kind of a free spirit. But yes, on this... I felt that it was it was a weird fit. Also, they're talking to these people that are possibly going to get engaged. And this is a couple who aren't engaged, yeah. got together on Paradise. I did love their story, how he left and then realized, oh shit, what am I doing? And he came back for her. But they didn't even cover that. I don't think Kenny knew who the fuck they were. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. There's so many other couples that are engaged that are, are still engaged that they yeah. could have brought back. I thought that was interesting. Well, maybe not from... Bachelor in Paradise. I didn't think that um, 
Dean and Kaylin. Well, and then when they walked in, like they're like, and here's your special guest. And they walk in and there's like no applause. And even Dean was like, no applause. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, I think people were like, what are they doing here? (laughs) By the way, Ed. Oh, God, Ed. Ed is so awkward. That was actually hilarious because Kenny's like, look at Ed trying to get into the fantasy suite. He was crazy. He was crazy. I did feel a little bad for Anna with James. Um, a little. I say a little bad. It was too soon. I it, mean, it was really definitely. only a couple of days, right? Also, I thought one of the best couples leaving were James and Aaron. I thought that oh whole thing was my fucking God. hilarious. When Aaron went in to talk to um, Tia. Tia very quickly, like running and giddy. When, <laughs> when James is like, by the way, we came together. Let's leave together. He's like, yes. I'm doing it. That was it. so funny. And he's like, come on, T, I got to tell you real quick, my, <laughs> you know, my bro's waiting for me. Yeah. Like he wasn't like, going to wait. Like they, like they were going to rush him out of there. Like there was a time limit. <laughs> they were pretty funny together. We knew they're good friends. I think it's funny. And they became friends on the show. So and this actually is a bro relationship. It is. And really, James found no one. And Aaron really didn't find no. anyone. They tried. So they were a perfect couple. And I also really like both of them. I think they both tried and it didn't happen for them. No. Nope. So they went off that's back it. to San Diego together. Let's talk about the three couples that were left. Did yeah. you think they were all going to go into it with an engagement? No. Me neither. I thought, okay, so let's start with, with Kenny and Mari. So he was concerned about his age um, Mari, I felt like, you know, we really don't know Mari either. I, Mari know, always felt to me like she was trying to sell herself to Kenny. Like I, I'm, yes, I'm this I, way I, I'm that way. I totally agree that I didn't know if she really loved him or not. I felt like we didn't get to know them as a couple very much. Exactly. But when Kenny, I'm telling you, when Kenny told her he loved her and he said, I've never said that before, I was like so excited for Kenny. I know. And I'm just wondering, you know, our Kenny, right? Yes. He's our Kenny. He's our Kenny. Um, if they're going to go the distance or if he's going to end up getting cold feet. I, I don't, think he really does I don't love think her. he's going to get cold feet. I think he's been waiting for this. The fact that he's never said I love you to someone, never in 40 years, you've never said I love you, that's quite something. Don't you think? Well, we're missing so much. Yeah, I think we just haven't seen her? their relationship. I love them together. I think they're a beautiful couple. Oh, yeah. I just sure. don't feel like I know her very well. I, I think she loves him. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't feel the, the connection between the two well, of them. Well, didn't he mention just last episode or two episodes ago that he didn't know if you felt the connection anymore well, like yeah, did it that's leave? what I mean like what what happened off camera that we didn't see because mm-hmm. there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing and she was so she really didn't even have conversation she basically just answered his questions but there was no like substance to her at all I know we I hope we're missing something because well does Kenny have a lot of substance <laughs> well I mean he even see his personality I don't know that he's got a lot of substance. I think they're, let's just put it this way. They're made for each other. They're made for each other. They're a beautiful couple. Yeah. Both of them are gorgeous. But I was very excited for Kenny. I was like, Kenny. Then when he got down on his freaking knee, I was dying. (laughs) Like, Like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to get back up. I do realize his concern for the age difference only because he thought maybe she, you know, she hasn't lived. She's 25. Imagine how much you've changed. Between 25 and 40. Oh, yeah. A ton. A A ton. ton. A ton. 
And I think he's done with his partying. And he I don't think he's a big drinker either. No, he's not. Although, now that I say that, that's very stupid. Because I was 26 when I got married. And you were even younger. I was 24. And yeah. you can grow together. And he's ready. He sh- Yeah, he should be ready. He's 40. <laughs> I think he's ready. <laughs> well, also, when they went into that fantasy suite, he's like... This place is bigger than my apartment. I'm like, is she going to travel with the boy band? Well, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. Okay, let's talk Riley and Marissa. Now, I wasn't quite sure. That joke that he played on her was pretty funny. (laughs) That was her face. Oh, God. I know. What's the age difference between... Because she seems young to me sometimes. He's not that old. He's maybe 31. 31 or something. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a five or six year. All of these couples are five or six years. See, because he uh, or seems more. older to Actually, me. Actually, no. I should say 50. I think Serena and Joe are 15 years. Yeah. Well, no. More than that. She's 23 and he's 35. Oh, he's 35. I thought he was 31. Uh, oh, you know what? No. no, no. I think James is 31, which so I was shocked less by. Than, yes. She's like 12 years or whatever. Yeah. But Riley seems older to me. And Marissa seems young. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't he seem older to you? I guess. 31. There's a range for 31. There's some that seem (laughs) real young and there's some that seem older. But, oh, my God, I felt so bad for them when they were standing there at the rose ceremony. She was fucking dripping in sweat. Dripping. It's so hot there. The oh. only other person I saw dripping was Thomas. His whole His... white shirt was completely but, soaked. But why are they wearing long sleeve shirts? Well, that's when the thing. Thomas so had a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah, I agree. It was crazy. But that was really cute too. I was not expecting an engagement. I was expecting some sort of promise to leave there together and explore the relationship, but I was not. That's my question is, I think all of these couples were definitely willing to leave together and explore the relationship. Do you think there's a lot of pressure on them? Oh, yeah. 100%. To do the engagement. The only... So, I don't know about Kenny and Mari. We'll see how that goes. Riley and Marissa... I mean, an engagement's a big deal after... Yeah. But but an engagement on pair, I also think... Six weeks. It was like a couple weeks. It's I don't not, think it's that six long. six weeks? They're not there no, on the island not. for six weeks. No. no. Three to four weeks? But they're together 24-7. Yes. But it's much different being on an island, having everything taken care of, laying around all day and getting to know someone. I mean, you can get to know someone, but going in the real world is much different. Yeah, but you get to know them in one aspect of That's true. who they are, yeah, not yeah. their whole... I don't know. I do think listening to Marisa on different podcasts, she's so happy. I mean, she's over the moon. Both of them are. Good. I Good. Think I hope it I, works I out. just wasn't sure that he was going to be ready or he was going to do it. Yeah, same. Well, she definitely was ready. All right. So Joe and Serena. and They were totally, I mean, they seem like a total perfect match. Although, Kendall coming back. Well, that was just that was just manufactured by production. What, she didn't need to come why back. Why did she do that? It looks so bad on her. But don't you think production had her? Hey, like, of course. why don't you stay? But and- why would she say, okay, let me stay? Because they probably said, listen, you left crying. It looks bad. Stay here. Come back right before the fucking final rose ceremony yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they make her look crazy. It looked bad on her part. Because I, even I Joe, so. did you hear Joe talk about it on... The podcast. Yes. He said, yeah, by that time, you know, didn't matter what she said, nothing was going to change. Well, of course not. He didn't need her approval. So what was she doing that for? I think she thought 
oh my God, I left crying like a crazy person. Let me come back and make it better. And it didn't. It doesn't. She should have just stayed away. It was a year and a half ago you guys broke up. Let it go. The way that they showed it, right? They showed her shoes walking down the steps and then they pan up and it's boom. It's Kendall. <laughs> well, and then, they, and then they have Mari and Kenny like, oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Wait, who's that? <laughs> Is that Kendall? I was wondering what was happening because they kept showing Kenny and Mari looking down at yeah. Joe. But where where was Ryan? You know where they in, were? They went the to the boom, fucking boom boom, 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 boom room. room. <laughs> They're like, shit, we gotta take care of this. We gotta seal this deal. But yeah, I totally think they're perfect together I really like them together although she made that comment about oh god my parents are going to kill me or something like that and then on the podcast today and then then this was on Becca's uh, bachelor happy hour he said and I didn't finish listening but he said yeah I mean I met them but they don't know me so it sounded like it was a little rough yeah, um, first I, meeting. I think it sounded like that too. I mean, but think about it, right? Your daughter's 23. She meets this 35-year-old man who was previously engaged to somebody from Bachelor Nation. And now- No, he, they were never engaged. Oh, that's right. They lived together for two years. And now all of a sudden he's proposing to your daughter. I mean, for one, there's an age gap. For two, he's been through this before. Like For three, he's a former grocer. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> What is he now? Podcaster? I don't know. He sold his grocery store. I don't yeah. know what he does. He's always doing like food. He, well, stuff. he has a podcast, Clickbait. He's on Clickbait. But how much does he make know. on there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He needs a little help with his wardrobe. Yes. Yes. I the, That final scene with the jeans and the, the black shirt and, and the then dress the shoes. dress shoes. No socks and dress shoes. With like Ooh. dad jeans yeah. and dress shoes. <laughs> yeah, something Dan would wear. <laughs> This is not good, Joe. This is not good. They kind of gave him a hard time about that, too. Oh, I'm going to miss it. I really liked and enjoyed that show, though. Are you looking forward to Michelle's season after seeing all the previews? I know. I'm like, bring back another Paradise. I know. Paradise, far better than regular. much better. Far better. (laughs) Oh, well. It was a fun ride. And if any of you ever want to just pick it up, it's a good, it's fun. It's good. It's entertaining. And There's lot, nothing th- not to like about it. This season in particular was really good. They had so many people. And three engagements at the end. And we just blew it for you if you haven't watched it I yet. I know. Spoiler. Too bad. Too late. All right. Let's go where? To Salt Lake City? Yeah. So Salt Lake City, we're still ice fishing. <laughs> Fucking ice fishing. When Jen Shaw does the move of, she's so upset. She's throwing her bracelet. Oh my God. How do you just unlatch it and take a 70, well, this is what Lisa said, a $70,000 tennis bracelet? She's not throw it throwing, in the ice? Jen Shaw's full of shit. And I, now I think Lisa is too. Well, Lisa, let's talk Ooh. about Lisa because mm. I'm not a fan of Lisa after this episode. Mm-mm. Not that I was really before. No, but. I, I could never say I was a fan of Lisa. Mm-mm. She's hard to be a she's fan a of, right? She's a little shady. I don't know. She's just cold. She's, she's so mean to Heather and Whitney. She just dismisses them. She's not. An, she's not. She's an icy bitch. She's icy. Yes, she's very icy. The so when they part, throw wait when they throw the bracelet and then Lisa's going to grab it and find it. Do you think she kept that bracelet? Fuck Jen Shaw. It's seventy thousand dollars. I'm keeping it. But Jen crying to Stewart to Stew Chains. Stewie is getting they're, a lot oh of. Oh my god! They're time. trying to make me apologize for something I haven't done. Then she finally does apologize, which was such bullshit because for the whole episode before and the beginning of this one, she's complaining that 
She's always required to apologize. Yeah, but she's a she's a blame shifter. Of course. She's a total blame shifter. She's been posting so much lately on um, Instagram. It's like, what are you doing? Also, when she apologized finally to Meredith, right when she's apologizing to her, Lisa's like, I believe her. I believe her. Yeah. It's like, shut shut up, up, Lisa. Lisa. I was dying when leather, leather, (laughs) leather Tuscadero. Heather and Whitney were sitting back watching oh, that was the great. whole thing. Like, oh, what's going on now? Oh, what's she doing? What's she saying? That was great. And Heather's like, I'm not going to the weak side of the ice because I lied about my body weight. Such a me move. I would totally do that. Don't we always underplay our weight? Usually, yeah. Shit, yeah. I'm not, I'm not copping to what it really is. Okay, we met two new characters. Right away, we met Sarah Jane, who we didn't really see too much of after that. But it was like Sarah Jane was the first one. And then we met Angie Harrington. Aaron Love James her. Great. And of course, I watched it. I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks just like Sarah Paulson. And so I put that out there right away. And then, of course, somebody else picks it up. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, obviously, my opinions and views are not that original. <laughs> Duh. And I've been binging impeachment. So I've been seeing Sarah Paulson, even though she doesn't look like herself in impeachment impeachment at all but i have her on the mind yeah and angie totally and i really like her i really like her as a housewife like her so much what an interesting dynamic though so her and lisa were friends from years ago they worked together in a call center (laughs) there's a lot of call centers in utah is there Mm -hmm. i love that lisa worked in a call center that's what i love so it sounds like angie well her and her husband her husband at least has kids of his own. They don't. Yes. yes. And so the child that is. Transgender. Transgender is her husband's child. It's not hers. It sounded like that's, it. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get the whole family dynamic. She has, I believe, two older boys and they have a child together. I did a little bit of oh, deep okay. diving. I was going to say, did we, did I miss something? No, but I, I went on her Instagram page just to see because somebody said it was a blended family. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's see what's blended. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a child. She has two children previously, and then they have a child together. I think I could be making this up. I have okay. no idea. But I just love her. She's so real, so nice. Her and Whitney figured out their related because they're great 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 grandfather all right so i mean that's a stretch they yes. they really take that and run with it isn't but, everyone related if you look at it that way well they use the term cousin very lightly yeah and on- lisa was so fucking pissed off by that lisa's you're nasty not, you're not really cousins like whitney get out of the room i'm not even talking to you right now well heather and whitney are like distant distant cousins. they're not like yeah. first or second cousins either no they're distant also so they're all cousins they're <laughs> They're all kissing cousins. <laughs> all cousins. Everybody in the Mormon community are cousins. They're cousins. At some point. Yeah. Right? They're all related to John Smith. Is it John Smith? John Jessup. <laughs> <laughs> there was John Smith. Yes. William Jessup. Is he a Mormon? No. That's our call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm Whoever talking about. Whoever the founding father. Jesus? Are they all related to Jesus? <laughs> Anyway, they have this casino night fundraiser, 70s casino theme. It looked, it looked amazing. I, I, so it looked much amazing. fun. So much fun. Some people miss the mark on the outfits. That's all right. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. I Meredith's, uh, Meredith's style is just not my style. <laughs> I don't not? even know. It's would like you, a Wait, pantsuit? would you rather pick Meredith's style or Mary's style? I'm trying to remember what did Mary wear? 
It was gold something, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, I'm just trying to picture. I'm picturing her climb, mm. trying to climb over the banister. Oh, that's to <laughs> with her Gucci, Jen. with her Gucci purse. Oh God! <laughs> and you I know, actually only think that Whitney had the actual hairstyle of the '70s. Whitney's hairstyle was awful, but it, it was had, like very little, seven. I know little wispies, but that was like curled up, like a '70s. Was it? Wasn't it? Her outfit wasn't good either. You know what? They might as well have just done, just do glam night, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because guess what? Angie just wore fucking high fashion. It wasn't 70s. It was the feathery thing. The yeah, whole that feathery was, thing. I love that thing. Was I did too. When she changed into that, why'd she, why didn't she wear that the whole time? I don't know what she was wearing before, but that feather thing, oh, I loved it. She's also on her Instagram. It's beautiful. She has fantastic fashion. I just and love what her. was Lisa wearing? Lisa wasn't wearing a, a 70s outfit. She wore a pencil skirt and a, yeah. a top. Yeah, there was no 70s happening there. Okay, so did Linda... Cancel the caterers. What happened? I mean, I'm sorry. So we're Lisa, tra- did Lisa cancel the catering? I think we're still trying to sort all that out because Lisa's come out and said no, that they were already canceled before. And Lisa, I don't know if I have this right, but apparently Lisa's brother or brother-in-law actually did the catering? No, I think it was the brother of the caterers did the catering. Did the catering. Yeah. She just came out with that now. So they... they- it's hard to unravel well, it all. Also, while we're watching it, we don't know what's edited. So when Lisa comes in, she says to somebody, and they love how they get this on camera. She says, you can't have a party without caterers. Mm. So they get that on film. So now we know, oh, shit, did she cancel the fucking caterers to to blow this event? Which just looks shitty on her part. But I that, feel like that was a setup for would sure. Would somebody really do that two days before an event? I would hope not. I do think that... Um, Angie should have gone to Lisa directly because saying it to Whitney, Whitney's like, well, of course she hates me. She's going to do that because she doesn't like our friendship. I don't know. I felt like it was a little bit of a stretch of a storyline, but Lisa was so hurt when Angie said that to her. Everybody thinks you canceled the caterers, not just me, but everybody, because I've told everybody. Well, she told everybody, but it didn't make sense to me. Like just because your friend is inviting someone that you don't like, are you going to cancel their cater? Well, for a also, charity event? Well, to me, it actually sounded like they canceled because they didn't like what the event was about. That's what bothered me. Really? That's how I took it. Like, we cannot do oh, okay. this the, the event. Caters. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. how I took it. However, now Lisa has put out something from the caterers, and they were saying, last year when we catered a party for Housewives, we didn't get the recognition that they told us we would get. I see. That makes more sense. No. So that's what they're saying. Like, we're not going to do this for free. So give us real recognition. You screwed us last time. I'm not doing it this time. But why right before the event cancel? Maybe it was a last minute thing. We know how this works. Like, hey, ladies, housewives, you need to have an event. Get it going. You have a week. Well, we have to wait until the reunion to find out, yeah. you know, catering gate and what happened. <laughs> we, we don't know. I can't figure this shit out. Also, I love when Jen Shaw sat next to Mary and she's like, we're good, right? And Mary's like, yeah, you know, I kind of thought we were. And then you got on your social media and talked shit about me. Like, it wasn't me. You. It wasn't good me. You, Mary. <laughs> Fuck Jen Shaw. She's so fucking screwed. I she, love it. Oh, I think she is really Wait, screwed. Also, did you listen to Heather McDonald? She had on an attorney that talked about the Jen Shaw case. Yeah, I listened. Oh, that was good. She because sounds like she's. Totally. Uh, it sounds fucked. like Jen Shaw is screwed. Yeah. Because a couple years ago, they told Jen Shaw, 
there's an issue with what you're doing. Fix it. And she figured out another way and to And she doubled down it. and, yeah, figured out another way around yeah, it. Yeah, and kept doing it. I still want to know, what the hell does Coach Shaw Coach know? Shaw know. Seeing Coach Shaw here, it, I mean, watching, watching this through the lens of what we know goes down is fascinating. Yeah. Just like, just like Erica Girardi. You put out... The oh, the trailer. Trailer for the reunion. That was like a two-minute trailer I had to cut. It was like, oh, what clip am I going to put out? Because there's so many clips now that are out there. But it looks, Andy does an amazing job. Well, he asked all the questions. He has to, he or said, people are going to. Well, also, he said he did, but did we believe him? He was like, I asked, and she answered everything. We're like, yeah, sure. Mm. Well, he warned her. He said, I was gonna, I'm, we're going to skewer you, and we're going to turn up the heat. And she was... She's ready. Yeah. And he asked, I mean, in the clip, he asked some really good questions. And I think he said, well, the one, the one that I, that jumped out, he's, he said something like, well, we know how much you make. Yeah. It's like, (gasps) well, cause he asked, why didn't you leave him? Mm -hmm. And she's like, what would I do? Where would I go? And he's like, well, we know how much you make. Although (laughs) it's probably cut and paste. And he's probably saying like, well, we know how much you make. Like it's shit. You don't make that much. She could, it's enough to, you know. Support herself? Maybe not in her lifestyle, but she could definitely support herself. Maybe not in the $10,000 a month. The rental? Rental. Also, she's still using a glam squad. Mm -hmm. Not maybe her old glam squad, but still a glam squad. Do your own fucking makeup. Well, yeah, but now people are saying she has a benefactor who everybody thinks is that wealthy, older casino owner from Vegas that is... Supporting but that her. wouldn't look good while she's filming. All right, let's talk Potomac because it's finally the episode we've been waiting for where Mia and Candace get into it and Mia throws the salad and Candace throws it back and, oh, is this good? It's really good. And I hate Candace. I don't know how you can leave this going, I'm team Candace. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, I didn't love Mia this episode either. She really needs to calm it down. Her husband is a fucking oh, asshole. Oh God, well, let's, let's talk he's, about he's it. He's actually disgusting. And whether it's, if he's just drinking or not, maybe that's why he didn't want to go. Remember he said, I don't really want to go away to this couple's weekend. Maybe she should have said, okay, you stay home. Well, we saw another side of G that we <laughs> haven't seen before. And well, it wasn't How many pretty. shots did they do? I don't know, but it looked like a lot. <laughs> but they always make it look like a lot. They do, but, but Wendy was like, woo, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy was having fun. So Wendy's husband is so fucking hot. He's so good looking. I love him. Candace and Chris come a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a good idea. Well, I, you know, production tells them when to show up. They just don't oh, randomly true. show up. Also, but- uh, Candace consistently dogging the foot size of Mia. Why is that such a big issue with her? Who cares it's what the Ashley's foot size is? Face, it's, it's Mia's feet. I mean, she's actually a disgusting person she can't control herself she really is and i think we see in even next week's um the previews when chris they're at a table at a restaurant and she's going off and chris is like stop it candace stop it she's like no can you imagine being no. married to someone like that no where they're I just out not. of control all the time uh, all the time she can seem so normal that you forget And then you remember. She's got a dark, dark side to her. I was a little surprised that Mia left her kids with her mother. I was shocked. Not that I don't trust the mother. No. I felt bad for the kids not knowing that grandmother. Well, that's what, yeah, she has no relationship with the grandmother. Mm -mm. I mean, she barely went to ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) 
Very true. <laughs> she didn't even want to go. So Giselle and Robin are like, we're out. We're not going. Well, I thought Giselle oh, ends up showing. I think they Giselle both show up. up. Well, just, no, they both. I don't sh- think Robin does. I think Robin does. I think they both go together. Maybe a oh, day yeah. late. Just, you think Giselle's going by herself? Oh, that's true. She's not fucking going by herself. Also, Ashley's showing up by herself. I love that. I love it. Of course, Michael's going to look for any possible out so that he Gotta doesn't take care have to of the participate. Baby. But Ashley bringing the 20 by 20 portrait of her Ew. family was just weird. It's like, you're going to miss that. It's two days. It's girl, weird. Girl, calm it down. Yeah. Also, G, was it G Gordon saying, "Wow, you just had a baby." He's he's so Ew. creepy and Ew. so gross. He's so gross. Also, Robin clipping her son's toenails in the bedroom, and the nails are flying all over the carpet. Like not yeah. even in a trash can. You don't or have anything. any boys. You don't have boys. <laughs> that Ugh. didn't bother me. Oh, it was so I've gross. Seen, I've seen toenails <laughs> where I don't want to see them. Like. What's this? A nail of some she sort. She was just clipping him, though. It's one thing if they rip a, a nail off and throw it or whatever, no. but she was there clipping all 10 of his toes <laughs> in the bedroom. And they Boys were... don't clip their fucking toenails. Well, do it in the bathroom or True. do it outside. It was gross. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Gordon and the Mia of it, they go to strip clubs. She picks out women for him. What's yeah, that all to, about? I don't to have threesome? I don't understand. Is this, this happening whole, now? I don't understand this whole strip club thing. And him doing the gyration thing, like he's fucking. He's sixty something. eight years old. Ew. Not he's that 68? it sixty eight. That's what she said. Wow. Not that it would be okay if he was forty eight. It's still disgusting. But just what he was doing with his tongue. All of and, it. All of it. It was gross. Ugh. It was. And even Wendy was like. <laughs> What the fuck am I into here? Yeah. What is going on here? She was disgusted by him. Karen was disgusted. What about when Escala comes in? First of all, Escala's husband. Hello. Was he a football player? Maybe. She's very cute. They're both very cute. They come in totally sober and they're like, what the hell? You know that Wendy's like, thank God you're here. Normal people. And she's supposed to be Robin's friend. Yeah, she is. Interesting. But she, she... inserted herself very well yeah, i mean she, she can get along with everybody what about when gordon puts big g puts the phone on oh, speaker okay all right this was super annoying who does that in front of a group it's all for show it's all flashy is this going to come tumbling down on them anytime somebody fucking does that you guys shh, shh. she's like listening to the guys like yeah we're getting a g-wagon whatever the fuck that is it's a even... mercedes those real boxy looking mercedes that oh are god who cares over. who cares yeah, who cares she's asking questions like shut the fuck up like wow yeah mm-hmm. and they're all like whoa if he speaks to you like this in front of everyone. And then she thinks it's no big deal. Like, oh, yeah, that's how we talk to each other. Although, Candace, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Maybe he may not do that in front of people, but he should because you're out of control. Totally. And I think he does do that in front of people. Candace is horrible. She can have no opinion on that relationship. No, I think she's kind of walking a fine line on this because her, I mean, she's a, she's over the top to the point where it's just not, it's not even entertaining Well, to them watch. yelling at each other. And I do think Mia handled herself well, like, Okay, okay. But her getting on the phone with her girlfriend. Calling well, her broke these bitches. Broke bitches. Don't do it to the whole group. If you're gonna talk just about Candace, do that. Don't involve everyone. Also, Mia, come on. Don't put yourself on this pedestal you're not on that you haven't deserved because your husband has money. That annoys me. He has twelve joint chiropractic. I guess, yes, he does. Franchises and- that she's running I forgot she's running them. Candace calls what did she say? Something like, Oh gee, he's your pimp, right? He's yeah. your pimp. Ooh. She's just bad. It's so nasty. 
She's bad. She says that Mia needs therapy, which makes me laugh because it's like, hello, pot. <laughs> this is Kettle. You need the therapy, honey. I don't know if Chris and Candace are going to make it. And Really? No. How do you put up with that? Mm, I don't know. But even Chris, Chris, Chris is kind Chris of a jerk, annoying. Too. Yeah. He's a jerk. He is. He keeps quiet, but... Listen, it's fantastic TV. Ashley's coming out looking great. My the best thing that Michael can do is stay, stay off camera. <laughs> I think also um, Juan staying off camera, smart. Well, they're smart, yeah, because yeah. then they don't get attacked. I do think it's kind of wimpy that Robin doesn't go, and we know it's because Giselle's not going. Giselle doesn't have a guy, but Juan doesn't want to go. Well, so then, why don't the girls just go together? They, they will. They together. show up. They do show up. We I saw don't that. know if I love when they bring the husbands. I mean, Ray's did Ray, was Ray there? Yeah, Ray no, was Ray's coming later. Coming. Yeah, he's coming later. He doesn't want to be What's there. What's Grandpa gonna do? He's like, who's coming? Is Juan coming? Well, Ray Michael and coming? G are close to the same age, aren't they? Oh, oh God! Wait till Ray and G get together. That That's could be a nasty. Weird. Now Ray acts his age. G, on the other hand, is a disgusting. Pig. G acts his age until he's drinking. And then he's gross. But listen, that's the real you coming out. You met her at a strip club. She even says that. I just don't get it. Are they sleeping with other people? Is G sleeping I with other people? And she's okay with it? Because she's like, I don't have to sleep with you? Would you be surprised if no. he, he were? No. I don't think he wants to come on these trips because he knows they're being filmed and the real him will come out. Mm. This is a life I can't relate to, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call Troy T. T? T. Hey, T. Hey, T. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. G. G and T. Shut the fuck up. Crazy. Oh, geez. Um, Vanderpump. I didn't take notes, but I watched it. So, I'm so annoyed with Lala. I am too. And I, now I'm like, this is just bullshit and it's an act because she wants to be relevant. I felt like a lot of this was acting. We talked last yeah, week we about this. Yeah, we did talk about it. I, it felt, that's why I'm kind of disillusioned by the whole show. Brock feels like he can't act worth a piece of shit and it's very awkward having him on he doesn't comfortably come into this situation he, he's a little too full of himself in his gold lame suit with his confessional look he was working out with his french braids <laughs> <laughs> he had two french braids in his hair i also thought he was really attractive when i first saw oh, them together i, I was like oh yes brock no. and then i'm like "Ooh, no i do have one thing to say ocean is the most beautiful baby I've honestly ever seen. Yeah, she's a gorgeous child. But her parents are gross. And then Randall kind of inserting himself in this. Now, the funny part was Randall, when they were talking about the Tom's bar, right? Schwartz and Sandy or whatever the hell they're calling it. Randall wanted to be an investor. We know how shady he is. He's a fucking shady piece of shit. At this point, they think he's just produced this really fantastic movie no, was, was now we know terrible. it was a crap. Don't you think that's why the Toms don't want him as an investor? No, I don't think they know this about him yet. I think I th- they do. I think, like Tom said, his mom and his stepdad are investing and they don't want any other investors. And they're fucking smart. Mm. You don't want 5,000 investors. Who wants fucking Randall connected? Hell no. How much money do you need, though? I mean, because they make good money. Yeah, but they have a house. They have expenses. I'm wondering. They don't make that good of money. Think about how much. How much do you think the Toms make on Vanderpump Rules? Plus, it did not film last year. They took a whole year off. How much do you think they make? Per episode, the the OGs probably. You think it's a per episode thing? Well, I think they changed it now to Mm. per episode. Okay. 
What do you think the OG, Tom and Tom? Let's see what the housewives make. Do you think they make as much as the housewives? No. Vanderpump Rules is not as big of a 80, show as the 90 housewives. 80, grand an episode? What? I think not. You don't think so? No. Mm-mm. Oh, no, not an episode. Because the new housewives make, what, 60 a year? Or 60 per season? Yeah, no. Like Gina made 25000 or something for her first season. It was yeah, ridiculous. No, no, they're not making that. So let's let's say that Tom and Tom make a couple hundred thousand, which, I mean, is a good amount of money. Yeah, they've got they're expenses doing in their house and all that. That's not yeah, a ton of money. It's not. It's not. But I'm wondering if we're so going to see rent, it. So they have to rent. They have to rent it. Well, yeah, rent's expensive you know, in LA. Maybe we won't see it unless Lisa won't. Vanderpump's involved. I don't also, think she's going to be involved. Lisa being involved, having lunch with... Yeah, with Ariana. Lisa is very displaced in this new... If she's not in Sir doing something at Sir, the only place to use her is somebody going to her house or mm-hmm. she's having lunch with... She's not going to have lunch with Ariana. Of course not. And Tom and Tom going to her house. To do what? To pick up Nothing. flowers to it's bring so to Tom dumb. Tom? It's is, dumb. Is Lisa really arranging flowers for her bar actually she i mean i know she, she does do, do that it, she does do, well seriously? she used to do that for the restaurant she doesn't have somebody no, do she's it for not. her what else does she fucking do she has people running these places i don't know i just thought it was strange come to my house and pick up the floor it is strange it's all just a matter of her being able to be the grand dame of all of it i they did. all go to lisa this is true she's like the 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 mother mother hen of the mothership. group <laughs> the mothership the mothership <laughs> So we learned that James is going to propose to Raquel. These these two. Poor Raquel. Every time I see I feel, her, I'm I feel like, like they're <sighs> simple. Both of them are very simple. Well, Raquel is just not smart. Poor thing. Did you see the previews for next week? It was so sad. Where she's oh, crying. Doesn't feel like she's good enough. Yeah, I've never felt like I'm good enough. Why do you want to be with me, James? And I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me, Raquel? Why do you want to be with James? What a fuck up James is. I'm fine with James being sober, even California sober. I don't give a shit. He's still a piece of shit person. He has no control. Him and Lala are so perfect for each other. They don't have to be drunk to be shitty people. They're mean to other people. And yeah, James is no catch. I was totally cheering on Charlie when she's like, Fuck you, Lala. I'm like, yeah, Charlie, go, go. And then she had to talk about her fucking eating thing. And I'm like, God damn it. No, Charlie, you quit while you're ahead. It was sad. And her peanut butter and jelly sandwich and the reasons behind it. Let her eat her sandwich. Who cares? But Lala did back off. So the whole thing with Lala is I don't understand. Not that I don't understand. I'm not buying this tough, badass bitch persona as a mom. Wait, you mean you don't believe Lala's a badass bitch from Utah <laughs> when she was living with the gangs in Utah? Please. Lala, she's a liar. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she may be a mom now, but she's still a kind of a piece of shit person. She's great for the show, but half her scenes are acting. I don't believe them. And why is... Fucking Randall even on the show because he needs the money. Because what else does he have to do? Is he a paid cast member, do you think? I don't know. Well, Uh, he's in the cast photo. Also, if she... What? Isn't he in the the Vanderpump cast photo? Is he? I think he is. Gross. Also, if her book was on the fucking New York Times bestseller, I would have, like, boycotted. (laughs) Lala Kent on the New York Times bestseller. Give me a fucking break. The funny part was... What happened to that list anyway? right? Uh Is with the book cover... And then she doesn't make the New York Times. I'm like, 
for a minute, did you even think you were yes, going to actually make yes, the New York she Times? Of course she Lala did. You're Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules. Yes, you just said what she thinks in her head. I'm Lala Kent. <laughs> I'm married to one of the biggest producers of in L.A. The biggest alleged shysters. Yes. Yeah. She thinks she's hot shit. Now, she's great for the show, but she needs to knock herself down a few pegs. When you see her on Watch What Happens Live, she seems normal. She's like, okay, she gets herself. She's not playing the part. Right. Yeah. But when she's on the show and acting like she's hot shit and above everybody else, by No, the only reason she feels like she's above everybody else is because she slept her way to slept her way into Rand's. She did BJ's to get on BJ's. BJ's for PJs. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> never been, I've obviously never been on PJ. I wear PJs. I don't ride on PJs. <laughs> what did you think about the stupid mm, fashion dumb, show? Stupid. I thought it was stupid. I did but too. I did love Katie's little side thing like, oh my God. Gee, Sandoval. Tom Sandoval picks the uh, event, judges the event, and wins the event. Shocker. He loves to dress and drag. Yes, he does. It's a little interesting. It was quite an outfit. And <laughs> then you've always got love that. Ariana with some like frog costume or something on. I still love Ariana. I think they're great together. Yeah, I love they're it. happy. I think it's fun. Whatever. <clears throat> Tom's, Tom Schwartz did admit that he was the one who said that the name uh, was, what was the word he used? It was uninspired. Yes. I actually think that's what the fucking name of the place should be. Uninspired. uninspired. Perfect. No, Tom Schwartz needs to either grow a pair or I just don't get it. I, also, I couldn't be married Rand- to somebody like no, that. No, he has no balls. But screw Randall for calling him on it in front of everybody. Yeah, that was bad. Like, Randall, who the fuck are you? Yeah. My God, you're so annoying. You're Randall. You were turtle. You were nothing. You came up with Mark Wahlberg. And now look at you. Wasn't he Mark Wahlberg's assistant? Yeah. Yeah, it, but in the sh- yes, exactly. Yeah, it was based on turtle. turtle was, based was based on based him on, allegedly. If you're a producer, you're not taking you know pictures of Arnold Schwarzenegger in the background and posting them as as if you know it's like <laughs> look what I saw. You're just you know fanning out, <laughs> fanboy. I'm a producer, but I'm fanning out. We don't even do that. No, no, how embarrassing! Yeah, we have our kids go and take pictures with them. <laughs> we don't do it. All right. Last but not least, below deck. So the stews are running ragged. <laughs> it is a lot. A it is a lot. <laughs> Courtney got her stripes. They go on a winery field trip. The deck crew is making a lot of mistakes, probably because they're tired. They are tired. It's the end of the season. It always happens. Yeah. But, but of course a, they get wasted again. This, they this drink crew, so much. this crew in particular drinks so much. They no, and fall when, over. Oh yeah. Well, Z fell off the, the <laughs> wall into the bushes. Into the bushes. <laughs> Courtney, when she gets tipsy, you can't understand a damn word no. she says. And she gets emotional. And poor Lloyd. Lloyd. Oh, is Lloyd just, what's going on with him? Is he just I think he's just having an anxiety attack. Because he's worried about his next job. He's, worried about, he's already worried about his next I, job. He hasn't even finished this job yet. He's worried no. about his next one. But Anne, this one went so well with the group. And he so loves this group sad, so though. well, so much. And they were also understanding and accepting of him that he's just scared what whatever his next crew is going to be like. I also agree with David. Malia trying to come down hard now. Yeah. Sorry, Malia. Up, Malia. Malia, you you fucked up by not telling Captain Sandy about David's 
injury. Mm -hmm. But now you're putting all that on them. They're going to make mistakes. Not everybody's perfect all the time. Malia, neither are you. Her lecturing the crew. Yeah, the I don't like just that. Just makes me kind of like, not like What her. does that remind you of? Rookie mistakes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I just up, don't Malia. like her. If, if you saw a problem, take care of it. Mm. Mm. Is she going to be back, I wonder? Is Eventually, Bosun? maybe. Maybe, but we have the next below deck is with Captain, Captain Lee. Lee. Good. Mm -hmm. I like Captain Lee's management style a little yeah. bit better. I like picking on Captain Sandy. Yeah. You really don't, can't pick on Captain Lee. No, you can't. He doesn't do anything. He's very cool, calm, and collected. She's not. Oh, he's the, yeah, he's the main guy. Yes. And that's it. That's we, it for this week. So, Anne. Yes. Manscaped. What is it? Is it, is it, we are sponsored by Manscaped. We're sponsored by Manscaped and autumn is in the air. Pumpkins are in the patch and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your man doesn't carve his pants pumpkins <laughs> when he's grooming. <laughs> Safety I first. Still, I still don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> oh, God. You have to make sure your man's keeping things fresh this fall. With the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package, ladies, do we really want to cuddle up with a dude who isn't trimmed? No. no. Let's say it again. <laughs> no. Nor do I not want my nose, my ears, my crotch not <laughs> trimmed. It's for ladies too. Your lady parts. Keep them trimmed. <laughs> this is not only for men. It's for women too. You can order Manscaped at manscaped.com. Use our code DAMESWHODISH for 20% off and free shipping. That's it. 20% off and free shipping. Keep yourself and your man groomed yes. this fall. Up next, we have our conversation with Zachary from Zachary Reality podcast, Zachary Reality TikTok, Zachary Reality YouTube. He's everywhere. You will love him. He talks all reality TV. So enjoy our conversation with Zach. We want to welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast, Zachary from Zachary Reality Podcast. You have a YouTube channel. You are big, big, big on TikTok. That's where I think I discovered you. And I think you're friends actually with our good friend, Justin from Justin Takes the Batch. Oh, of course. Everyone loves Justin Takes the Batch. Oh. He's so good at taking the batch. Yes, he is. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. You guys are so fun already, so I feel like we're going to have a great time. Well, we're drunk, Zachary, so, you know. <laughs> As you should be. <laughs> I read in your bio that you started watching reality TV with your grandma at, like, a very, very young age. I love that because your grandma's probably our age, and... <laughs> She's definitely older than that. <laughs> And we've been watching since day one also. What was the first reality show you remember watching? Survivor. I started watching Survivor when I was six years old. And that was the first reality show I fell in love with. It was the first show I watched that wasn't Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. <laughs> and I fell in love with like the strategy and the drama and the gameplay. And Survivor just holds such a close place to my heart because it is that connection with my grandma and our whole family. So it really is so cool now, now that I'm like older and I'm doing this professionally. And I mean, Survivor was my first love, but it's not the same anymore, which we kind of talked about. Yeah. What season do you remember watching? Was it with Richard Hatch season one? No, I was like two years old then. So my first <laughs> season watching was Pearl Islands. 
Um, and I remember, and then I went back to obviously watch the first five seasons when I was older, but the first season I watched was Pearl Island. And I remember I used to say, this girl, Nicole, is the first person voted out. because She was the first person voted out of that season. <laughs> but I would say like the first person of all time. And I mean, All Stars like came right after that. And then Vanuatu, like such good seasons. Um, biggest Survivor fan ever. I love the nostalgia. It's just so real for me. I remember for Christmas one year, we, my whole family watched it. And I got my daughter a buff. That was her big oh gift God. that year. The tribe has spoken. Yes. <laughs> the tribe so has spoken. So fun. So you're so a the, Long Island yeah. kid. Yeah, I grew up in Long Island. And I actually used to play Survivor in like middle school. I'd make my friends play that in like science class. I'd be like, who are we voting out today? And I still do it too. And I don't even watch Survivor as religiously as I used to. Um, but I grew up in Long Island, New York. And then I went to college in New Jersey. And I moved to LA two years ago. Oh, just two years ago. It. Okay. You found your place in L.A. It definitely feels like home. I'm in my own apartment, pay my own bills, which is really hard. <laughs> but um, I love starting my life over, which is why I kind of wanted to make the transition. There's obviously like a lot of opportunities here for what I want to do. But I really wanted to start my life on my own terms, not knowing anyone. So that's exactly what I did. And L.A. has been amazing to me, COVID and all, the last two years. Wow. Oh, that's good to that's hear. That's pretty bold to do. So what do you yeah. what do you like more doing the TikTok, doing the YouTube, doing the podcast? I love doing everything. You know, I originally moved here to do reality TV. Like I wanted to do hosting and I still do hosting, like entertainment hosting. I always wanted to be on E, red carpets or whatever. But then when um, the pandemic shut down and I discovered that social media is kind of the way in, that is when I kind of put two and two together. And I love doing it all. I think TikTok is the easiest because the editing is so seamless. And it's easier to get more exposure. So I like TikTok for that. But I love a little bit of everything. YouTube, podcasts, Instagram. you got to be everywhere, you know, when you're doing this on social media. you got to be active on each app. We have ventured into TikTok, which is actually really fun for us. And we get our husbands involved. And oh. yeah, it's a, you, you check out our TikTok. It's not a real, it doesn't happen very often. No, Zach, but when but I get an inspiration, I get, I'm like, Gina, I have an idea. And she's like, uh oh. <laughs> and you just got to do it. I don't think that age or gender or sexual, whatever, nothing even matters. As long as you're staying authentic and you're providing entertaining, consistent content, and you're passionate. That's the thing. You have to be passionate and authentic, and anyone can succeed. And we, fully make fun of ourselves like we're not trying to be cute cool or sexy we know no. what we know what we are and we lean into that so hopefully exactly people know that people know it's a joke yeah hopefully they get it <laughs> i don't know I mean, it happens you know my sense of humor is very dry and sarcastic and some people really don't realize that like and that's fine like most people do but some people don't and they think i could be mean or shady and I'm like that was literally a joke like calm down <laughs> I do like your TikToks when you're talking about all the different reality stars. Recently, you did something on the Claire and Dale and Abigail situation. What do you really think about that? I mean, I think that Dale and Abigail must have hooked up. I think that they may have hooked up during Before Paradise, after Matt's season of The Bachelor. And Claire and Dale have been on and off for like a year, I think. So I'm assuming that they probably hooked up and then Claire found out about it. And she's probably known about this for months, but I think that the internet just found out about it because that blind, and that is when Claire then had the okay to post that. And she wanted to make Dale look bad, and she wanted to make Abigail look bad, because even if Claire and Dale were on a break, that Friends reference everyone keeps saying, mm -hmm. it's still like 
I guess it could be seen as shady for girl code, even if they're not friends, just because they're from the same bachelor nation. So I think she wanted to be a savage and be petty, and I'm here for it. I think it was hilarious. It Well, no one's going to hate Abigail, I don't think. I mean, I just... I can say think watching, differently. I don't think anything about Abigail. I think she's the driest person. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Abigail has a personality. That's, I, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, you know, I... I've heard from people like mutual friends that she's so fun in real life and that she's the life of the party and she's always going out. I think that the show really wants to protect her mm-hmm. and that's why they're editing everything she says out and we don't get to see her. We didn't get to see her on that season. We didn't get to see her on Paradise. And I really hope that's not because of her disability because I remember they did that with Sarah Heron back in the day. They really played that up. Oh, she has a disability. She's the sweetest girl ever. Like if you want to be treated like everyone else and clearly, you know, she's Abigail's just like everyone else. Then show us a little sassy Abigail. A lot of people have been turning on her, I've realized, the last week. There's, she's really? been a lot of, I've been posting, like, like if you think Abigail is shady, and there's hundreds of likes. Even just with the, who's the guy from, who's, who's she with on Bachelor in Paradise? Noah. 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 Even that whole situation, I felt bad for Noah. She was giving him nothing. At least that's what we are seeing. So, you know, whether it's production, whether it's editing, we're not seeing much of Abigail other than just sitting around and like she barely speaks. Yeah, but Claire's not a fan favorite either. I mean, do you really think she knew for a long period of time? I mean, they were just together probably, what, two weeks ago in New York, Claire and Dale? They just so Dale just put out an article or a statement to People magazine. So they broke up mid-September and Claire was visiting Dale and that's when they decided to break up. And then Claire went back to Sacramento to be with her mom because her mom is, you know, struggling. And Dale actually went to visit her in Sacramento, even though they broke up, just to, like, check on her. And I think that's why Dale has had such a hard time breaking up with her. Because I feel like and you just if you watch them together, it just seems like Dale is always one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. Maybe he feels so guilty breaking up with her because of how much she's been through and the stuff with the show. And it's horrible to say but I think that's why they're still hanging on. And I mean, Claire's always been petty. And I used to love her back in the day. It's just every season, you just like her less and less and less. <laughs> yep. Well, you know what Dale did? He showed up. Remember, that's all she kept saying. <laughs> I, he, just, he shows up. Well, he did show up, but I never saw them together. He showed yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I think yeah. him and I think Dale and Abigail made out. When you say hookup, what do you mean by hookup? I usually say both, but I think they probably fucked. You do? Why not? They're both hot as fuck. I don't know. Like when Abigail and Noah went on their first date, she was like, I like to take it really slow. You can't do that on Bachelor or on Bachelor in Paradise. So what does that mean? Like you can't even kiss? Maybe she likes to take it slow in a relationship. But like Mm. everyone hooks up. Everyone in their 20s likes to have fun. True. Yeah, that's true. God, I hope they did. That would be an amazing (laughs) story. They should. I mean, Dale is... Daddy Dale, honestly. I know he seems like a jerk, but I feel like we still don't know him too well. No, I agree with that. Also, what I'm learning is all the guys that I loved are kind of fucking jerks. Look at Brendan. I had the hugest crush on Brendan. I loved Brendan. Now he's kind of an asshole. Um, kind of. Also, Ivan. Do we Ivan, like Ivan yeah. right now? I don't know. I think no, Ivan's kind of playing with this. Really. He's he's being kind of funny. Like, he's doing his TikToks. It's a little bit funny. I'll give him a little credit for that. But... I, yeah, he's kind of a jerk. A lot yeah, of these guys are jerks. And, well, not Aaron. Team Aaron, Jer- James and Aaron are like the duo we did not know we needed. I mean, they are my favorite guys on the show right now. So you, doubt. so you like Aaron? 
love Aaron. <laughs> and I didn't like him at first. Yeah. It actually took mean culture for me to like Aaron initially. <laughs> for me to be open to him, I had I didn't until I followed like Bachelor Windmill and like all the good meme accounts, I didn't like Aaron on the show. But once I saw the memes and I got it and then I started following him, Aaron is hilarious. He's pretty funny. I appreciate him <laughs> so much more on Bachelor in Paradise. And I like what they're doing with his story, whatever it is. They're giving him so much. He's petty. He's confrontational, and then you feel sorry for him because then they ganged up on him. And he's usually right, by the way. Everything he has said and done, it's kind of proven to be true. You know, he was kind of petty, but aren't we all that way? Like, wouldn't we all be he's doing relatable. that? He is. Yeah, he's really relatable. And it's not his fault. Everyone keeps fucking him over. I mean, true. Like, justice for Aaron. But I obviously, like, he <laughs> is very reactionary. There's a lot of testosterone. And he's 26, so maybe give him a couple more years. But he totally needs to, like, calm down a little bit, stop getting in people's faces. <laughs> but he's justified in what he's doing. He just doesn't know how to react, like, shortly. Agree. Also, James, like, last episode, when James was egging him on and laughing, <laughs> I think Aaron's like, no way. Are Chelsea and Ivan kissing? James is like, I would go over there and talk to him. <laughs> James like, go do it. James stayed long enough because I did not like him. I thought he was so cringy. He stayed long enough on the show for us to get to know him and like him. And then Ivan, on the other hand, stayed too long for us to he yeah, overstayed his welcome. I agree. Ivan should have left when Kendall left and then people would have been like, Ivan for Bachelor. I was shipping Ivan for Bachelor for a while, but now Ivan is so shady and him being on social media trying to play this off and be like, oh, I wasn't the only one who snuck out. You are the only one who snuck out and no one is buying it. Yeah, I agree with that. What do you think of um, Thomas? What are your thoughts about Thomas and Becca? Because my feelings about Becca and I think Anne too have totally turned. What? Why have they turned? I I just think that she she's, thinks she's hot shit. Yeah, she she's, she's a little full of herself. In Paradise because she I was mean, a bachelorette. She, not even that. The show has made her the queen because yes. she is on Bachelor Happy Hour, which she never lets anyone. She doesn't let her guests talk. I actually I liked her back in the day. I unfollowed her about a year and a half ago because I was bored. And now that she's back, I'm just like, she's back because she's on the podcast and she has to be back. It's a work obligation. But I did like what she said when she was like, I'm open to just saying yes these days. If the show really wanted her on, it was the middle of the pandemic. Why not go? What is there to lose? Um, I don't love or hate her. Very indifferent. And if she asked me to be on her podcast, I'd be there in a second. (laughs) But on her podcast, her and Tia are co-hosting right now. Yeah. She is pissed that she's not getting airtime and you can tell by the way she's speaking she's like yeah there's a lot of couples not getting there's a lot that happens behind the scenes like yeah we know you're talking about you and thomas because nobody cares you're boring i I mean i think that they also probably want to protect her too because anything could anything could be perceived the wrong way so i think they really try and protect natasha becca grocery store joe but there was that one scene where they were mocking chris which really showed them in a different light yeah and they were mocking his voice and that really triggered me especially as someone who has been i've been my i've been made fun of for my voice my entire life you know especially when i was younger and it was even girlier than it maybe is now so it was just very triggering oh yeah that's right they were were his voice i did not like listen that whole situation was not good and i don't know anybody who wasn't team chris at that point i mean he made a mistake yes but but so did brendan everyone make a mistake yeah Yeah. made a mistake like everyone makes out with everyone it was so unfortunate and it's like the shit that will slide because there's no there's just no like chris harrison there to like hold down the fort there's paradise is so up in the air this year like they should not have gone home and i wish that chris and elena just stayed and been like fuck you i'm not leaving I wish. I wish. But poor Chris, he was literally bullied off the island. He had nobody behind him helping him out. His little boyfriend Chase left, so he didn't even have him around. But 
my favorite freaking show is Bachelor in Paradise. It's got so much juicy stuff going on. I love it. Yeah, it's been way better than Bachelor. Oh my God. I actually, I love The Bachelor because I love watching women fight. Like I'll choose that over Bachelor (laughs) any day. But Paradise is so good. It's such fun to make content about it. It's been two years. I loved Bachelor Pad back in the day as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, And I can't wait to see what happens on the finale. And um, I don't think we're getting a reunion, which is very unfortunate, but they have to do something. Yeah, they've never, actually, they've never had a reunion for Bachelor in Paradise. But they should. They've never not had a reunion for Bachelor in Paradise. They always have a reunion. They do? Yeah. Chris Harrison always hosts it. Then there's always dramatic moments at the reunion Shit. too. Like last year with Chris and Katie, Chris Chris Bukowski and Katie, they were like she like walked off the stage. You're right, I forgot yeah. all about that. People get engaged too. Like I know. Taylor Mocha and Derek got engaged on the reunion. That's right. Demi got engaged to Christian on the reunion. By the way, Claire got engaged to the Canadian on a Benoit. reunion. Oh, Benoit. Benoit. Yeah, that was Benoit. winter. That was not winter. Winter, winter Games. Um, Bachelor Winter Games. Yes. Yeah. Before we started recording, we talked about people that we have on for interviews. Sometimes it's hard because you fall in love with people when you interview them. So you always find some connection. Maybe not. Maybe sometimes it's a bad interview. Mm-hmm. But we've done it many times with especially like Temptation Island. When we interviewed all the cast. We would interview them before we got to see them. So we would do some interviews. Then all of a sudden we're watching them and what they're doing on the show. And we're like, oh, I don't I don't like them very much. But I really like them when we're interviewing. Yeah, it's interesting. I, for me, like I've only had people on my podcast that I like have a relationship with. And I've had a lot of reality stars, mostly who I connect with through TikTok or anything else that I'm doing. So for me, it's usually like I'm only having people on that I know. So it's not like disappointing. But I've had, had a few guests on that weren't as like, the connection wasn't as strong as I wanted it to be, but the respect was still there. Um, I think you got to really just say how you feel when you gossip about reality TV. I always like to be as fair as possible and play both sides. I love playing devil's advocate, but you got to sh- have your opinion. You got to be shady. And even when I meet people in person, you know, you know, around and stuff, I feel like as long as I know what I believe and it's just for the show, it's like your relationship starts fresh when you meet someone off of, you know, the show. So it doesn't, I feel like you can play both sides. I mean, you've seen people, other podcasters and stuff who get really close with reality stars, but then they still like talk shit about them. (laughs) They're not talking shit about them. They're just talking shit about what they do on the show. Right. And what we've seen. That's a good point. We're just talking about what we're seeing and what they're showing us. So they can change our mind. And that happens a lot. We've done it where they've changed our mind. Occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'd rather talk crap about you than have you on, I think. That's what that's where no, we're we at. We don't want to be fake friends with <laughs> anyone. No. All right. So another show we've never really talked about on our show before because we both watched it, but we never did really a deep dive is the circle. We love the circle. Mm-hmm. What did oh you think God, you guys- of this last season? I love The Circle, too. I will be honest. Um, I don't think this season was as good as the other two seasons. Um, I think that they were missing drama, like authentic, like feud drama. I think they were missing authentic love connections and flirtation. And just um, there was not a lot of strategy this season. I was a little disappointed, which is so hard because I am friends with a lot of people on this season. But I still love watching it. And I love, I mean, I just love season two. I'm sorry. I just like loved last season. I feel like season three came too quickly. Well, this group seems like, I mean, it was just a really nice group of people and they all got along really well. So you're right from that respect. There wasn't any, there wasn't really any drama. There really wasn't. I don't know if you can blame the people either. I think part of it is production and producers. You know, they actually filmed seasons two and three back to back. Oh, really? 
I think that it's possible that the producers and everyone was putting like all their energy in season two. And since they mm -hmm. literally filmed right back to back, maybe there was just like a little stale or a little dry. And I don't think you can blame the people because they, you know, can only do so much, especially That's when true. they're being controlled by producers. You know, they're not allowed to have conversations really unless it's like producer approved. How long? Like they can't just message anyone off the any time. How long do they actually film the circle? Is it like how long are they in that apartment building? Like two and a half weeks, but they all had to quarantine like two weeks mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. And a few of the people actually were flown out to film season two, like Roxana and Rachel and a couple of them, but they couldn't, they didn't make the cut or whatever. And then they brought them back for season three. Oh, yeah. and it's filmed so in the were, UK, right? In Manchester. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking back to season two and that's of course, Chloe was on there and remember her love, love affair her. with the girl who won, which was, she played her husband yeah. and they had a little flirtation going on. You're right. This season didn't have a lot of that kind of drama. I loved Nick. Nick was a character that in the beginning I'm thinking, oh, Nick, you're going to annoy the fuck out of me. And then I just <laughs> fell in love same. with him. Exactly. Same. I didn't like him at first. I was like, he's too boring for reality TV. But I feel like he played a really good strategic game. And I was thinking, I thought he was going to win. Me too. And I hung out with the cast while the season was filming. Nick wasn't there, but I hung out with a few of them. And I was like, Nick is winning. Nick is winning. And obviously everyone's not going to tell me. And I really was convinced it was Nick. But I think where he messed up is that it's not Survivor. It's not Big Brother. There's mm -hmm. no jury. See, now that's, your, that's you're right. I think this um, group played a very good strategic voting game. And the fact that James won. I mean, I like James and his story, but I just don't believe he deserved to win because it wasn't there long enough. Although the yeah. amount of time he was there, he played well. I just feel like somebody, but that's not fair either because somebody that comes in midstream should be able to win as much as somebody else. Yeah, he did. I think he deserved to win. I think he played a good game. I think that the reason why a lot of people are having a hard time accepting that he won is because the circle is designed for a floater to win, for someone who would get third place on Survivor or second <laughs> place on Survivor. The circle is designed for a floater to win. And I think that they need to change that. I think at the end, they should just vote for the winner and not do the rankings. Mm. I think you're right. Yeah, I that's agree. That's a good it point. That way, that's why James was able to win. And I, I thought Matt or Ashley was going to win at the end, but it was James. And James is a really good guy, so I'm glad that he won. But I think a lot of us wanted Nick or Kay to win because they were so strategic the entire time. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. think Nick should have been fifth. That's for sure. I mean, when that popped up I was in shock I could not believe that he was voted fifth because I mean he was so popular yeah, yeah. They, they didn't that's what it was they knew that he was so popular they didn't want him to win I did love the addition of the catfishing this season loved that so much yeah the, yes. the two times how, how did Nick do the crazy what was his name Vince Vince oh my god he played him so well that was fantastic I like that twist. I love the cloning twist. That was a really good way to start off the season, actually. Um, the two sisters are absolutely hilarious. I didn't <laughs> think I would like them at first. Now I'm obsessed with them. Michelle, I love watching her squirm. I mean, that was probably the most, the oh best moment of the season was the cloning. And I yeah. think that's yes. another reason why season three maybe, you know, was a little bit of a letdown because the drama was so early on and then it kind of fizzled out and everyone was just so genuinely friends. And I think we needed that drama. And last season, we had the Chloe Mitchell, Delisa, Trevor thing all the way until the end. So I think that's right. just so captivating. You're right. Everybody was so nice. And even at the end, they all knew which side they were on. They weren't trying to backstab or anything like that. It was really, even Kay, I, I thought. 
Yeah, yeah, I like the sides. But they knew about the sides. There was no in-between. Now, those sisters, I didn't like them till they came back in Catfish. Then I realized, oh, now they're playing a good game. That, that was very well done. And, oh, boy, did I feel so sorry for Michelle. Michelle. Oh, Justice God. for Orange Michelle. Oh, Orange. We're so much more likable as Michelle. And I think that they are so funny and they're game players. And I think that they should have done that originally. And yep. they could have been off to a really good start. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Now, the first season when I very first watched The Circle, I was so annoyed by the the way it's played. Circle, hashtag, you know, all of it was like... Circle message. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. I, there's no way I can do a whole thing of this. And then once you start getting it, you're like, oh, You okay. don't even realize No, that you don't realize it, it. Yeah, it's just part of it, yeah. But it is interesting that you say obviously there's only certain times where they can message each other in the circle because otherwise you'd be doing it the whole time. You'd be talking to people. The whole time. The whole time. I would be because I'm sure that question comes up. They should probably address that, that there's only certain times that they're able to speak and for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And I think it's really obvious too, just watching it when there's five messages. Oh, the chat's closed. Like I obviously (laughs) they would be talking for hours if they could, but production has to be involved in one aspect and, you know, I actually watched season two before. That's how I discovered The Circle, season two. Before, and then I watched season one after, um, oh. which I think was really good for me to become a Circle super fan because season one would be a little slow if you don't get it. It's so because, slow. But season two was right there. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. They're, they're filming seasons four and five right now, back to back again. And I'm telling you, I got some, it's going to be really good. There's going to oh. be some faces there. And it's going to be a good couple seasons. Wait, so, do you mean some faces we may know? Yes. <gasps> yes, absolutely. But I can't say who. Okay. I'm not even there. I applied. They didn't let me I, Okay, that was my uh, next question. Was it somebody we're looking at right now? <laughs> I wish. Oh, my God. Imagine. They didn't. They, um, I was in casting for The Circle, and I got to round three. I had an audition, and then they ended up not picking me, which is crazy because I would be so perfect on yeah. that show. I can't imagine they so, wouldn't pick you. Any other shows that you tried out for? I've tried out. I was in casting for Big Brother as well, but I'm not a Big Brother fan, and I don't want to do three months of my life and like live with other people. Um, <laughs> Survivor, I want to apply for just because it's my childhood dream, but realistically, like I'm not starving. Like it's just not <laughs> happening. So that's why I feel like the circle is so destined for me because I'm so good at social media and I love that competitive game. However, I would go on any reality show if it was meant to be and it came to me. A lot of the casting people now know who I am for my TikTok, so I'm hoping that they just reach out to me when there's the right opportunity. Um, but I don't I don't care enough to apply to every single show. Right. Yeah. But they'll reach out. We we were reached out to for a for a, a cooking some, show. A cooking show, the worst chefs Ooh. in America. And they were gonna bring us out to New York. However, it was when Gina's daughter was getting married, so she blew it for us. Otherwise we would be big stars right now. I know you that have to, you guys could do the circle too or amazing race. Oh, no, no, I don't know about Amazing Race. They tried out for Amazing Race. Yeah, we as a family, we filled out the applications. Remember when Stassi was on it with her family? You have to sign your life away. Like, no. And also, me and my husband would absolutely kill each other. We do a lot of traveling. (laughs) And my sister keeps saying, you have to go on. You'd be entertaining. Well, we'd be entertaining because we'd be the most annoying couple fighting the (laughs) entire time. We love that. (laughs) I know, but it would be embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you guys have you guys have a good dynamic though. So maybe you can apply for the circle. They like doing the pairs now. I think they're gonna, I think we might see a couple more pairs next year. We could do that. Could we go to Manchester? I, we can go to Manchester. That's for sure. <laughs> any any reason to get out and travel, we'll do exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, maybe the quarantine won't be as bad now. So you really just go out there for two and a half weeks to film it and come back. Yeah, I, I could do quarantine. My God, I need a break from life. Let's go back into quarantine <laughs> for two weeks. 
<laughs> um, I couldn't do I don't want to quarantine, but I would do it in the circle because it's, yeah. it's like you're kind of quarantined in a circle anyway. Yeah. Okay. Any sure. other reality shows that you are like, what is your number one right now? Oh my God. I'm a Bachelor of Paradise, obviously. I'm watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Potomac, and Salt Lake City. Vanderpump Rules just started. Loved the premiere. Really excited about the season. And I will definitely be watching Winter House, Bachelorette, um, Survivor. I still need to catch up on, but I definitely will get into that this season and I loved F Boy Island so I know they're doing another season so I'm looking forward to that as well and Siesta Key when that comes back. Oh my god Siesta Key. I am a closeter Siesta Key. Guess what? F Boy Island unpopular opinion. I hated it. Couldn't get through it. You didn't like it? And I love all sorts. I love Siesta Key. I love Floribama (laughs) Shore. I couldn't get into F Boy Island. I felt it was too highly produced for me. That's fair. I I liked it, though. I thought it was so good. It was so juicy. I I would like to see some of the guys with a little less egos next season because every guy had such a big ego. Huge. Besides, like, two of them. Um, But I loved F Boy Island. I think that next season they'll do even better because they have the producers on it from The Bachelor, like The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. So they know exactly what they're doing. You know, people, it's never that serious in real life, or at least for that show it wasn't. Like, other shows, yeah. But everyone really is just friends and just happy to be a part of, you know, the experience. Half of these people on reality TV want to be stars, want to be on TV. I mean, that's what it is now, don't you think? A hundred percent. But I love when it's like real drama and it carries after. Oh, yeah. And that's what we see on Bachelor. And I think that's why Bachelor is so consuming. That's why I love it. Okay, last question. Thoughts, takes on the new Bachelor that we haven't met yet. Um, they haven't even really fully announced it, but we know he's going to be the new Bachelor. Oh, the cast off from Michelle's season? Yeah. Clayton. I don't know why. I'm confused why they're not announcing him and they're just like making it very obvious. Because they could have, don't you think that they could have filmed his intro stuff more privately if they wanted to? Yeah. So why hide this? Why not say anything? We already know his girls from this season. We already know he's filming. Yeah. So why not announce it already? Maybe they just, well, I don't think they want to announce it before Michelle's season. Maybe that's why. And I also think that it creates buzz. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like when you see a couple on TikTok. I'm just using like Connor Staley and Jenna Palak. I don't know if you guys know who they are. <laughs> but they aren't like, I don't know if they're together or not. But I mean, I think they are. And they're not saying it. It almost like brings more buzz to it. So I think it's the same thing with The Bachelor. It's like them not saying it is just like, oh, we have to talk about it now and now and now. Um, it's just a lot of seasons at once. I'm not, like, I'm happy that Michelle's The Bachelorette, like, she's great. But it's like, really, I was looking forward to, like, a two-month break. But then it's also good for business to have more Bachelor on. So then it's, like, a little bit of both. Um, but I'm fine with Clayton being The Bachelor. I think that I'm going to form my own opinion of him. I don't care how they edit him because, you know, they're going to edit him a certain way. Of course. And I think it makes sense because, you know, we have an extra season. The Bachelor's not on until January. And three months from now, we're not going to be talking about Greg, Andrew, and Justin anymore. We're just right, not. true. So they're thinking ahead. I wish it was someone with a little more flavor, but um, it's kind of the old. It's the old uh, old tricks, just you know, white football players. Yeah, like they're going back to the old formula. Well, yeah, I, it wasn't going to last long. I mean, I, I, look, Jesse Palmer. What do you think of him as the host, the new host? I'm here for it. I don't see why not. It's a safe choice. It Love him. Anyone off, and he's relevant. He was, you know, he just hosted the Ultimate Surfer on ABC. He's a good-looking guy. He was the Bachelor. We wanted to see an alumni anyway, weren't we? Like looking for Nick or Wells. So yeah. I'm here for it. I just want a gay Bachelor already. I don't know what's taking so long. Oh, we who did we talk to about that? And it, there was a lot of complications no, with production. That wasn't the Bachelor. That was Married at First Sight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Married at First. But don't they have it in the UK or Australia? One of them. Australia. Australia. They have a bi- yeah, they have yes. a bite. But our friend Jacques, who's an Australian podcaster, he said it's horrible. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. 
they need to just do it then skip the bachelor and just do a gay lgbtq bachelor in paradise something that would be more interesting yes oh that would be fantastic i think they did that on mtv with some show they did do you Um, watch are you the one that is that the one you're thinking of yeah but i don't watch that (gasps) i don't watch the challenge either i don't watch the challenge but are you the one is so good the last uh season of are you the one everybody was fluid and it was so good it was really good really well done MTV can um, pushes the line more. Yeah, than- yeah, definitely. And I have—I don't know why I haven't gotten into the challenge. I think I would because I love all those competitive shows. Did you ever watch The Ultimate Surfer? I think I'm the only one who did. I, I no. <laughs> I wanted to. Like, I went to the. Um, there was like a Bachelor and Ultimate Surfer yeah. like type of event in Santa Monica, and I went to that. So I was planning on watching it. But then I think it just came on after Bachelor. Yeah, it did. Right? And then it's like how I need to make my content right away when I have my fresh thoughts. So then it was impossible. And the last thing I need is another show that no one's going to watch for I me to talk about. It really, time. it was really funny because I just got sucked into it because I liked the competition aspect of it. And I really liked it. But I, I think I put a poll out. Am I the only one who watched this? And everybody's like, yes. <laughs> well, was there, what's the point of the show? Is there a winner? Is there yes. love? Yeah, no, there's no love story whatsoever. I mean, there could have been because there's beautiful boys and beautiful girls. But the winner, the top girl and the top guy get into like the ultimate. It's like a free entry. Oh. Yeah. And they were really mm-hmm. impressive. It was really season good. two? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not. It's like Camp Getaway. No season two. <laughs> oh, my God. I, See, I was into that because I was too. covering it yeah. um, at AfterBuzz TV, a network I used to host that. So I was on an after show for it, which they just put me on. So I was like talking to the cast every week. So then I was really into it. But in reality, I knew it wasn't, there was no longevity. Yeah, it, we it liked sad. it. We liked it. We're friends with Dr. Monica and Love lots Monica. of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these shows, they just don't make it a second season. But that's okay. But we have you, enough. And if you and if you become friends with someone on the show, it's you want to watch it more. Even if it sucks, you're still going to be invested. Oh, for yeah. sure. Definitely. Thank you, Zachary. We're so excited that you agreed to come on our show. We are such we love a fan. watching your TikToks. Yeah, we your love TikToks watching your social best. media. Where can everybody find you? Thank you guys so much for having me. You guys can find me at Zachary Reality on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, podcast, Twitter, um, and ZacharyReality.com, I guess, has everything. And yeah, I cover all the shows, but I've mostly focused on Bachelor. But I like to cover everything. I love reality TV, so... Um, yeah, cool. definitely stay tuned. We love your content and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. There is nothing like a day, nothing in the world. There is nothing you can name that is anything like a day.